Welcome to Network Marketing Breakthroughs Podcast with Rob Sperry, where you will hear stories and strategies to help increase sales in your business. Let's level up your network marketing business with your host, Rob Sperry. All right, excited to have Jordan on. And I was just looking back at a ton of different um, podcasts and lives and typically with guests, I'm like, we're officially live. So today I tried to change up what I said, give it a little one, two surprise mix up. But this is a really compelling topic. Some of the things we're going to talk about revolved around sponsoring, revolved around mindset with sponsoring, revolved around uh, referral posts. Uh, you're, you're a part of a several hundred million dollar company. You were one of the top enrollers and by another person who's a legend just like you, they told me that you were the queen and the best at referral type posts. And so you can guess who that was, but uh, he said you were. And I thought, you know, what a huge, huge compliment. I've had the great privilege of doing personal coaching and working with uh, Jordan and and uh, she is just one of those incredible action takers that uh, everybody loves being around her. She makes it happen. She takes care of everyone. And so she is coming on to provide value for all of you as you are tuning in. So Jordan, tell us real quickly, give us like the 30 second highlight. How long you've been in the, in the profession? How long you've been doing it full time? So I know you've absolutely smashed it. What do you like to do for fun? 30 seconds. Okay. <laughs> There's a lot of history. Let me tell you. First of all, Rob, you're amazing. Thank you so much for having me on. I'm so excited. This is definitely like a bucket list thing because as you all know, Rob Sperry is amazing and he's a fantastic coach. I've loved working with him. Um, but yeah, I'm really excited. So I was born in 1990. No, I'm just kidding. I won't go that far back. So I started this industry in 2014. So I've been doing this for almost eight years eight years in March, which is insane. But originally why I got into this is because I used to be 300 pounds, right? I was really unhappy. I was emotionally abused. I was physically abused. Like I went through a lot of things when I was younger. And when I lost weight, I decided to become a trainer and dietitian because all of a sudden people were coming to me asking me how I did it. And I just became obsessed with helping people shock themselves with what they were capable of because that's what I did. When I got healthy, I was like, holy crap, I didn't think I could do that. Right. And so I was like, in what other areas can I do that? Like in what other places in my life can I shock myself with what I'm capable of and how can I impact and help more people? So this industry was just like my logical next step. Someone I went to high school with. Right. Which I think a lot of people can relate to. That's how we like are introduced. Someone we know is using a product or we go to a party or something happens. So we went to high school together and she introduced it to me. And in my mind, as a trainer at the time, and also a waitress, so I was working like seven to five and then five to 2 a.m. sometimes, I was like, this makes so much sense because I can help so many more people. It's not just the people I see in the gym or how many people can fit on my schedule in a day. It is an unlimited number of people. This industry makes it so you have so much leverage to help and impact more people. So that's what for me was like, yes. I want to do it. I was working on writing a book at the time and I just wanted to impact people positively. So that's why I started. That's why I'm still here. I freaking love what we do. I think it's amazing. I love helping other people learn how to do it in a way that doesn't suck. Basically, that doesn't compromise their integrity or make them feel like they are spamming their friends 
and you know begging people to buy so that's kind of what i do and i, I would say you and i that's where we connected because on the enneagram we're we're the exact same and our whole goal both of us was we wanted to be i know it sounds like weird saying we wanted to be like cool about it but still have a lot of success like be normal be yes. real don't be annoying but at the same time, you got to be persistent and have urgency. And so both of us in our own ways, we're trying to figure out this puzzle of, well, how do I go chase my dreams, put myself out there, create urgency, be persistent, but at the same time, not be that annoying type person. And I'm here to say that she did it. I did it. We know how to do it in the, in the right way. And that's part of what we're going to talk about. But one of the, I think that transitions perfectly into the mindset I, before we start out with with sponsoring if we're going to talk about sponsoring it's important we start out with the mindset because mindset will eat skills and systems for breakfast and if you're stuck it always starts right here and so talk to us a little bit about the mindset specifically to sponsoring and growing one's business oh my gosh this is one of my favorite topics but <laughs> okay all right here's what i'll say one of the things that I hear all the time, and I know Rob hears this all the time too, is I'm not a good recruiter. And I want to smack you with love because guys, you gotta take that word out of your mouth that you're not good, or you gotta take those words out of your mouth that you're not good at recruiting, all right? You need to be really mindful of the things you say because thoughts become things, okay? So you need to guard your words and your thoughts fiercely. If you're going to someone and you need help with something, don't say, I am struggling with, or I am bad at, say, I am learning. Guys, you have to have the mindset of everything that you can do in this industry. It's a skill set. It's something that other people have mastered and been taught that you can learn. So it's not that you're good or bad inherently. It's not that you have it or you don't. It's you just have to learn the skill set. So I want you to be really, really mindful of what you say about yourself, okay? Because it will become true. You're going to react differently. If you're coming from a place of, I'm not good at this, do you think you're going to try it? You think you're going to have fun doing it? You think you're going to want to learn to get better? So, and if, and I will say this too, if you're good at getting customers, you can build a team, okay? Because it's the exact same thing. You're just asking different questions. So you need to enroll yourself first, recruit yourself first in the vision and start saying like, I'm learning how to do this, or I'm determined to learn how to do this, or I'm going to fail forward. I'm going to get better, right? I wasn't good at this when I started. I was a hot mess express. I was this Pamela Anderson as you'll have probably heard a few times, right? So you can start and you can suck and you can get better, but just come from a place of, it doesn't matter where I'm starting as long as I'm willing to show up until you will get there. You will have the skill set, my friend. So that's the first thing is I think you have to be really careful about what you say about yourself. And I, I think the way you phrased it as well, because a lot of times people, they misinterpret that and you just clarified it where they start saying, I'm, a, I'm amazing, I'm so good. Well, that's a lie if you're not. And so that's not going to work either. That's why she talked about utilizing words of progression. So she said, I am learning, right? Things like I am becoming better. And so those of you that know me, those of you that have listened to any of my stuff, you know, I'm really big on telling people to listen to themselves less and talk to themselves more because sometimes those inner demons hit us and it's like, I'm so bad. I can't do this. So that's why I always say, when you're doing that, talk to yourself more. I am becoming better. I'm learning. I'm learning what not to do. I'm progressing. I, I, I'm going to become this. The different things like that make such a huge difference because your brain 
can't focus on the problem and the solution at the exact same time. It's going to focus on one or the other. So the key is, is what is it going to focus on? Your brain is so powerful. Your mindset's so powerful. It can figure things out, but too many of you are not allowing it to figure out the puzzle. And if it's figuring out a puzzle, it's the problem puzzle. Problems spend 10% of the time. After that, you want your brain focused on the solution puzzle to really make things happen. So I love how you said that. And the last thing I always say is anytime you have a negative thought, I want you to write it three positive solutions, whether it's in your in your phone or it's on a piece of paper, wherever it is, because this will start to train, retrain, train, retrain your brain to work for you rather than against you. So with specifically um, referral marketing, maybe start out because some people may say, what is that? Tell them what it is, first off, and why it's so important. And then we'll go into a little bit of where to find people and all the other good stuff. Okay, yes, for sure. And I also want to say this one quick thing on mindset before I go into referral marketing, because I wanted to say this, you guys. Another big thing is I'm going to talk to you just about a couple of my favorite ways to attract people to me and to talk to people about the business and how to ask them. Okay. So I'm going to give you, it's going to be good stuff. You should probably tag your team. You should probably invite people on. You should probably share it out. I also want to touch on this too. If you're not practicing, you're not going to get better, right? So Rob always says you should be spending most of your time taking action, like learn and then action, 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 right? Most people are learn, 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 learn maybe action, maybe a little bit. So you want to spend more time doing because that's ultimately the best way you can learn. Watch these trainings, but implement what you learn. So I want you to think about it like this, okay? If you are trying to learn how to play the flute and you have a teacher and they say, hey, I want you to practice one hour every day and you don't, and then you come back the next week and you're like, I'm not, I suck at that. I'm not good. I don't understand, right? Like, Guys, yeah, because you're not actually doing the thing. So I want you to take stock of how many people am I actually asking if they're open every day? Because a lot of people that have that story that I'm not good at, whatever, they're not actually practicing. So you're not going to get better. You need to go out and ask as many people as possible every day if they're open to taking a look at what you're doing. I'm going to get into how to do that a little bit. But I want to say that too, you guys. You need to understand that like fight for your limitations. You get to keep, keep them, okay? So you have to go out there and just ask all the people. So... Yeah, with that being said, referral marketing is basically, I'm, I'm sure a lot of you guys have heard of it because it's becoming a lot more popular now, but it is my favorite. It is my jam. It is how I built my entire business. I personally sold 50,000 in a month in customer sales using referral posts. So when people come to me and they're like, it doesn't work. No, 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 no. It works. Okay. Why don't you repeat that again? 50,000 via what? Referral posts. 100%. Well, you guys, it's it, most of these people I've never met. I'm not begging my friends or family or chasing people down. These are literally people coming to me that are interested in what I have. So listen, again, with referral marketing, you might not be great at it at first, but when you practice, you get better, you find what works. It is a gold mine, you guys, because this is what it is. Basically, referral marketing, it's utilizing what most companies utilize now, Uber, right? You know how you have a share the, a little share link where you give someone $10 or you give someone a free ride, you get a free ride. You know, Uber does that. So there's a lot of different companies, pretty much all companies right now, let's be honest, that are crushing it. Amazon, all of them have some kind of referral program or rely on word of mouth. That's what referral marketing is, is, you know, we buy things because our friends suggest them. We are actually 80, I believe it's 85% more likely to buy something if our friends suggested it. 
versus just like seeing a random ad. So that's pretty powerful, wouldn't you say? Like you're you're getting so basically what it is is where people for you put a post up. It could be on social media. You can get creative and do TikTok. I know people love TikTok. I haven't really mastered that one yet. Mine has been all on Facebook. But it's basically where someone throws up a post for you about your product or your service, right? And they're literally opening up their Rolodex, like here are my contacts. I mean, it's the most powerful way because I think a lot of times people are relying on just posting on their Facebook or on their social media, but that limits you so much because the same few people might be seeing your posts over and over again. Even if you're really good at making new friends and adding people and all this, you're still, you don't know if those are people that are going to be interested in what you have, right? Maybe the people on your page aren't. So yes, you can still post on your page, but I love referral marketing because the people that comment on these posts are people that are interested. They're like, well, what the heck is that? Or what is it that you're doing? So it's literally leads brought to you of people that are already interested in what you have. So it's just so smart. So I fell in love with the idea of it and I decided I wanted to just obsess over it and figure out how to do it in the best way because I saw the potential, right? So that's what it is. That's basically what referral marketing is. But my favorite way to build my team is also utilizing referral marketing, guys. So here's what we do a lot is we do, so referral posts, I covered a little bit, but we will do like referral post giveaway. Okay, so you can do this personally. You can do this as a team. You can go to your uplines, uplines, upline and be like, hey, you know, this is a fun thing we could do together because you definitely don't have to like spend a ton of your own money, especially if you're brand new. I want you to understand that. And it could be a giveaway for something small, like a Target gift card, an Amazon gift card. It can be for a product. It can be for whatever you want. We've done some bigger ones where we all pooled in money as leaders, like a ton of us. We've done like an Apple Watch or things like that. So you can get creative with it. The cool thing about it is when you give away something that isn't a product, people that may not have commented on your product posts are going to be interested. And it's an open door to talk to them about the products or business. So this is the way it works. You can do a simple giveaway with your team, by yourself, whoever you want to do it. And then you guys can all utilize it if you're doing it with your team, which is how I suggest. That's how we do it. We do one per month, every single month. And then you post about the giveaway and you guys can always go look on my Facebook. You can look at some of my old giveaway posts I've done to get ideas, but it's just a simple post about it. People who comment, you reach out to them and you say, hey, I'm, I just saw your comment. Do you have a second to get entered? They say yes. You say perfect. All you have to do is throw up a simple post. I send you and tag me in it. That's it. Sound good. And that's how it works, you guys. They get entered for throwing up a post. And then, of course, you can ask them, by the way, does that look like something that would be helpful for you? By the way, are you interested in you know, checking out what I'm doing? But what I love to do is after someone throws up a post, I ask them if they're open to taking a look, right? I'll say, thanks so much for posting that. Totally curious, are you interested in just free product credits or would you be open to taking a look at how I'm making money doing this too? I normally wouldn't ask, but you, and then you insert a genuine compliment about this person. I would like to add in that you only wanna ask people you'd wanna work with that are positive, right? Be picky about who you add. We don't need everyone. We want the right people. So you insert a genuine compliment, like you're so positive, I absolutely love following you, right? Would you be open to taking a look at what I do if it doesn't interfere with what you're already doing. If not, no big deal. So the structure for every single time that I'm asking someone if they're open is exactly the same. Like I will, hold on, I took notes. Why, you guys like, why are you looking at this? I just wanna tell you all, think how simple yet brilliant that is. It's so, and, and the most brilliant ideas are always the most simple, but she's doing this in such a 
non-spammy, annoying way. She's doing it in a way where she is having conversations with people. And some say yes, some say no, but you can look at the results that she's had, that it's not just her. She's been able to duplicate that and teach it to her teams, which is so, so important. Yeah. The the biggest thing I teach about recruiting is this, you guys, we make it so freaking complicated. We're like, Oh, I got to find all these different ways to build relationships and talk to these people. There's nothing wrong with that. There's a thousand different ways to skin a cat when it comes to how to be successful in this industry. Okay. So my way of doing things is not the only way of doing things. And all you, all you should do is find what works for you, right? Find what you relate to and, and use it. So this is what works for me. And this is what I love. I, I didn't love sending friend requests and then trying to become friends with someone and, you know, asking all these questions. And I didn't, I love making friends and I can do yeah. that. But this is just a simple way to, you're literally getting in people's inboxes who are interested in what you have or who you're giving them some kind of benefit. So every single time when I'm teaching about recruiting to my team or to my coaching clients or anything like that, here's how I look at it. All you're doing is just throwing in the extra question. Okay. You're just throwing in the extra question to what you're already doing. Someone puts up a referral post for you. You just throw in the extra question. Thanks so much for posting that. Right. Someone is about to order as a customer. You just throw in the extra question, which I can go over that script in a second as well. I wanted to provide you guys with a ton of value. This is the way I structure every time inviting someone. Okay. It's four steps. You meet them where they're at. Maybe it's a customer that just ordered. It's someone who just threw up a referral post, whatever it is. Meet them where they're at, compliment them, give them a genuine compliment something about them that you really like, throw in the extra question, and then you give them an out. If not, no big deal. Or it can be whatever verbiage you like. But if you are complimenting someone when you're asking them if they're open, which is a really good question to ask because a lot of people aren't going to want to say, well, no, I'm not, I'm not open, right? I'm not open to even looking. So if you compliment them, of course, they're going to want to respond just because you just gave them a genuine compliment and it made them feel good. So they might say no, but they probably will respond. It's very rare that I get ghosted when I ask someone. And if they say no, I'm like, oh, no big deal. It's totally cool. Would you be open to taking a look at some of these products? I think you might really like them. If not, no big deal. People don't typically like to say no twice. <laughs> they, they would be open to at least looking at one or the other, right? So you still have somewhere you can go with it, even if people say no. And if they tell you no, I promise you, it's almost always going to be in a really respectful way because they genuinely appreciate whatever nice thing you said about them. And they appreciate that you asked them in a way that was like authentic and it was kind and it wasn't getting in their inbox saying, hey, girl, I know we haven't talked in 10 years, right? But you just seem amazing and I would love to work with you, right? It's just not personal. It doesn't make that person feel special or feel good. So that's why I like to do it that way. Meet them where they're at, compliment, throw in the extra question, and give them an out. That's great. And we have, um, we'll come here in, in a question. So I want you to think about these. But uh, Richard asked, what about a travel voucher? He's thinking about a $200 vacation voucher for those that are attending. And then he said, so an example, hey, friend, want to get a $200 gift, post a referral post with my link on your wall, and you get $200 vacation voucher. So tell us, Jordan, based on, that specific question, what is it yeah. that's missing in it and what would you do differently than just give a voucher? Well, that's missing. I'm not sure. You're going to have to tell me. But this is my this is my opinion. This is how I typically do it. 
the same way in my marketing, I'm all about creating curiosity. So one thing I'll say is in your referral post, I believe it's important to not post the name of the company or product. Why? Because they can just go to Google. Guys, they're not going to want to, they're not going to have anything to ask you. It's, it takes out the conversation. So I love uh, curiosity marketing. I want to do a full training on it right now. I'm sure you guys have heard of it, but that's what has made it so effective for me, these posts. So that's number one. But number two is the same way I use curiosity in my marketing, right? Because then people are so curious. They're like, what the heck is that? The same way I do that with my referral posts, I also do that on the back end in conversations. I never want to give someone, or you never want to give someone all of the information up front. You just want to pique their curiosity, okay? And make it hard for them to say no because they're like, oh, well, that's so simple. So one thing I tell people is don't give them all the info in the first message. I would reach out. So here are people you can reach out to. You can reach out to follow up. You can reach out with your current customers, your potential customers. Um, you can reach out, obviously, to anyone who comments on a giveaway post if you do one. But the way I suggest doing it is just saying, let's say it's for follow up, right? You just say, oh, hey, by the way, would you want to be entered for whatever the thing is you're giving away for free? Also, don't give them all the information in the first message. Right? Just say, hey, would you want to be entered for? And then they say yes or how. And then you say super simple. You just throw up a post for me that I send you, tag me in it, and I will enter you. Sound good. So you're not just giving away though products or if we're talking vouchers, the question, that's what I was saying is the missing step is you're not just giving it away to everyone. What you're telling them is, is that they can be part of entering into a drawing. Yes. Okay. And then when they say, yes, they want to do it, then I'll say, okay, super simple. All I do is throw up a post and tag me in it. Sound good. Right. So, and, and then you so give them an example post, right? And they can, obviously they can change the post to whatever fits them, but do you give them, I guess I should ask, do you give them some examples? Cause sometimes people are like, I'm just not sure what to say. Yeah. Or yeah. I give them exactly what to post. I'll give them like an image and a caption, Right? I don't use the exact same thing every single time, but just something simple. So it's going to be based on you guys are going to want to use whatever your flagship product is, right? Whatever thing is that people just love. It's your most popular product. Okay. So for us, we have a product that is delicious that you put on a spoon. And so for us, a lot of times what we'll do is something like a picture of the product on a spoon. And then it just piques curiosity, but doesn't give all the information. It tells them a little bit about what it does without telling them what it is. So for example, it might be something like, so I haven't tried this. You're being honest. You're not having people lie for you. So I haven't tried this, but I heard it tastes like brownie batter and helps with stubborn fat. I'm not going to say that's not intriguing, like something simple like that, right? Or you can even take out the last sentence, but a lot of times people are fine with that. And then they tag you in it. And then when people comment, a lot of times they'll just say, what is it? You know, I'll give a little blurb, a little bit about what it is without telling them the name. Do you want me to send you some more info? And they'll say yes. And then you're, it actually is training your audience because the people who see these comments are going to start to say more info, right? Or send me a message too, or things like that. And are you so, the one that's sending them the message or is the person that made the post sending the message? I'll send them the message. Yep. So they'll just tag me in it. Yep. And then I'll send them the message. And you can save the referral posts into a collection on Facebook. It's really simple. You just click the three little dots in the top right-hand corner of a, on the post, and then click Save and add it to a collection called Referral Posts. So you can organize them. So it's easy for follow-up, right? You can keep track of them in other ways if you want. If you're a super organized personality, go crazy. But that's the way I typically do it, right? Um, that's, and then that's really good. It's very simple. 
saving posts. I've actually never saved posts though and put them in specific places. So that's really good because we all see different posts. I mean, sometimes you see posts that are just inspirational you want to draw from and you can save them and then you can decide where they're added to. And like you said, if it's for your business and you want to track it and it's other people that start making referral type posts, it's a, it, that's incredible. It's, that's actually very helpful. Yeah. Well, you can do it with other things too, for sure. Like I have a, I have one called life posts, which is just like when I see something that is inspiring to me, I'm like, Ooh, that's good. I want to, when I'm trying to come up with my own content, which you always want to, first of all, don't get me on a pedestal right now, but stop copying and pasting other people's posts. Okay. It's not hot. It's not cute. No one likes that. <laughs> and it also hurts your reach and that other person's reach. Facebook demotes it when you're not creating original content. So so I'm not, I don't copy people's posts, but I get inspiration for ideas of what I want to write about. When I see something that inspires me or makes me think, I save it into a collection called Life Post to go back to later. If I can't figure out what to post, I have all these different ones. And then if I see a great live video, I would want to recreate like my own version of that or you know something like that inspires me, I'll save it into a live video collection. So collections on Facebook are fantastic. You can even create a collection of potential marketers like people or distributors, people you would want to work with. When you see one of their posts, you can throw them into that collection that's one of my new goals now i want to be able to make the collections list for your inspirational posts so i'm going to throw it up there it's on the division board well not officially but unofficially we're going to make it happen you got to have goals as you go but i love i love the structure i love the organization now what if someone comes to you and you don't you can go in any direction after this because i know there's there's so much but if somebody comes to you and they say it's just doesn't work for me. What mm. have you found is the typical, because I'm sure you do it so much, you're so good at it, that in your mind, you're just like, well, that's because of probably this, this, and this. If it doesn't work, meaning like referral posts? Yeah. Oh, man. I, well, first of all, it just kind of makes me laugh because I'm like, well, like you have to practice to get good at it. So like I said, here's one thing I'll say. If you're having people do a specific type of post and over and over and over and over and over again, it's not doing well, stop doing that type of post. Like tweak it, right? Change it, learn by doing. You fail forward, that's what I'm all about. So you're gonna be a hot mess express learning how to do it right. I have a ton of posts that people don't comment on, but I learn a little bit like, oh, which ones worked, which ones don't. And sometimes the thing with referral posts is, Obviously, it's totally out of your control what network that person has. Maybe they have 100 friends or maybe they're constantly sharing things on their Facebook wall. So their posts get demoted like crazy because if you're always, by the way, guys, don't be constantly sharing other people's posts. That demotes your algorithm. It makes it so that Facebook purposefully doesn't show your stuff to other people because, it, again, it wants original content. So that might be the case it might be that they don't get good engagement on their profile right it might be maybe the wording was a little bit too spammy here's one mistake i see people make a lot with referral posts is they're selling they're selling and i know you guys think that we're supposed to sell on facebook but it is called facebook not sell book it is for building relationships and people do not sit there with their credit card out like waiting to buy your stuff okay they don't so the more personal it can look and the less salesy and spammy meaning don't be listing out all the product ingredients don't say don't put a call to action message my friend whoever don't say comment this below facebook also doesn't like it when you tell people what to do as far as commenting sharing liking right for one but for two again as soon as someone thinks it's a salesy post they keep scrolling they're they don't they're, they're seeing it so much they're so tired of it you guys so you want to make sure that it looks like a post that person put up because they're in they're a little bit curious about it right or they haven't tried it but they're just sharing 
it should look like a normal human post rather than you're pitching or selling. So if you're getting into like the science behind this or the ingredients, what they do and all these things, and it doesn't look like a real human posted it, it's not going to be effective. So you got to really mess around with it. And here's what I think. Would I post that? Like, would I post that? And also, would I be so curious? Would I be like, dude, what is that? Would I be so curious that I had to comment? And that's a good post, right? They don't have all the information. So, you know, here's another example would be something like, so I heard this one most effective weight loss supplement of the year, but I'm just here because it tastes like brownie batter. Ha ha ha. With a laughing face. And then people are like, what the heck? Like, what is that? They'll be so curious, but it looks like a person wrote it. It talks about the benefits, but it's not pitching. So I think it's really important that your referral posts look like normal humans are posting them and not well, like your friends. give a couple of things on that because you speak my language. We speak each other's language. I just, I just love it. Just smiling, just thinking about it. One of the things that joke around, like you're saying right there is, is, is I would say it's not, it's not called face spam. Right? <laughs> and, and people, it's not like they're coming on. Oh my goodness. I hope when I open up Facebook, Sally is just pitching me again because she's pitched me 15 times this month. And this is just going to be incredible. <gasps> she did. <laughs> I have got to buy. Thank you so much, Sally, for blessing my life. This is absolutely amazing. Right. And on the other side, I know, sorry, if you feel like we're calling you out, we've all made these mistakes, okay? So just roll with it. Just have some fun with it. So on the other side, it's it's not like when you say private message me, message me for more info. They're like, well, before I wasn't going to, but now that you told me to, I'm absolutely, I'm all in. I got this. Like It's almost like they feel like they're being sold, and so they're going to push back even more. And they're they're not they're going to be less interested. Look, if they're interested, they know they can private message you. Every single person knows that. So by telling them to do that, they feel like you're you're telling them what to do in a negative way, and that you're selling them, and it doesn't come off as a normal human post. Now every platform is a little bit different. We're talking about Facebook so much here, which is my favorite platform. If you're on LinkedIn. A lot of people are going to be a little bit more direct. They found that they can have success. I've seen people, though, that actually are doing exactly what we're talking about on LinkedIn. And you say, you know what? Actually, no, I disagree. I'd crush it. So each person's going to find different things and different styles that work for them. But the challenge is always, would I, would I stop my little scroll patrol <laughs> and click on that post? Would I watch that post? Would I watch that Facebook Live? Would I listen to that podcast based on the headline? Like these days, our attention span is non-existent. And so you have to break through the clutter. Now, you're going to suck at first. As Jordan said, you got to fell forward. It's like you can't say, oh, my God, I did my first, my first curiosity post. It didn't go very well. I'm just not good, right? It's, I mean, are you kidding me? That's, that's normal. Every single one of us just gets better, pays attention, pays attention, pays attention, pays attention. And as you go, I promise you, it will, it will make a huge difference. So, Jordan, in closing, anything we missed as far as sponsoring goes? Because I know we could go on for hours, but I mean, what we, I know we got some good stuff still that we, we could go on, but like, what's, what's the most important thing we're missing right now? Okay. So, the last thing I want to touch on a little bit, you guys, is just how, when, like, let's say you ask someone if they're open and they say yes, what you do after that matters. Okay, I think a lot of trainings, they just say, this is how you invite, but then they don't take you through how to close. Let me tell you, it matters what you say. And some of y'all 
got to twist it. Some of y'all are doing things that are silly. Okay. And it's what I used to do. So yes, like Rob said earlier, we're not poking fun. Like I was the spammiest of all the spammy buttholes. So I get it. I've done all the things I tell people not to do. That's how I learn. I promise. So don't take it personally, but do not word vomit. Do not all of a sudden, when someone says they're interested, think that it's your job to tell them everything about the company. Let me see some word vomit faces in the comments. If you've ever done that, it's okay. We're, we're, we can join up. We can have a support group. But guys, it is not, people don't like it. Here's how I want you to think about it. As soon as you open your mouth when you're talking to someone, you're training them, okay? So people are gonna ask themselves, Rob says this all the time, can I do this? Is it worth it, right? And if you just made yourself the expert, you just became the expert of the company, of the comp plan, of the ingredients, and here's all the things, they're gonna think, I don't have time for that. What's one of the biggest excuses we hear all the time? I don't have time, right? And you're showing them, you have to become an expert. You have to know all these things I just regurgitated to you. And they're gonna be like, no, I'm busy. I have a job, I have this, I have whatever. Like, I don't have time to take on all this stuff. So instead of being the expert, you guys, it's actually easier. And <laughs> that's the irony too. We think we have to be the expert, but it's actually easier to do it right. You point them to a tool. Don't be the tool. Don't be the tool, point them to a tool. Okay, so a short video. Right, you say, okay, perfect, I'd be happy to get you some more info. Like for me, I use the ATM system, add tag message, we add them to a group, tag them in info, message them in a three-way chat on the back end, okay? But if you don't use the ATM system, you just wanna make sure you point them to a tool. So the idea is point to a tool, introduce them to someone who knows more than you do, right? So that's what you do, you say, okay, no, I'd be happy to get you some more info, um, I'm gonna send you a quick video that explains it better than I can, right? You have 10 minutes to watch it now, make it short, simple, have them watch that video, and then after they watch it, ask them what they liked best, okay? It's a really good question to ask because it focuses on the positive, right? If you just say, what did you think? They're a lot more likely to go to what they think is wrong with it or why they couldn't do it. Ask them what they liked best, okay? They tell you, and then you introduce them to someone more successful. So you say, okay, perfect. You, well, first of all, respond like a human. Always respond like a human, guys. You'd be like, Oh my gosh, I love that too. That's one of my favorite things about this business. I'm super excited for you to learn more. Okay, and then say, so here's what I'm going to do. Don't ask for permission to say, here's what I'm going to do. I'm gonna throw you in a chat with some of the humans I work with or some of the people I work with that I think that you could learn more from. You could ask any questions that you have and you could see how it all works. Super excited for you. And then you throw them in the chat. You edify your leaders, right? Explain why they're amazing and crushing it, why they're great people to listen to. You edify the person that's interested. This is my friend, Sally. She's super excited to take a look at this. She's really busy, but she's such a positive human, and I think she would crush it. This is my one of my business partners, John Melton, right? One of my favorite humans. He is crushing it in this, in this business. He's one of the top industry trainers. I think you get a ton of value from him. Why do you have to do that? Because if you don't edify people, why, why do they care? who they are, why do they Why do they wanna to listen to what they have to say? So you wanna make sure you edify the person's interested and the people you put in the chat as well so they know why those people are important and they will listen to those people. They're gonna be a lot more likely to, they're gonna have closing power, right? That makes sense. So, and then you get them in the chat, people share their stories a little bit. This is how we do things. It's the most effective thing I've found because three-way calls, <laughs> I don't like them. Guys, I don't like doing three-way calls all day or doing parties or doing webinars, I much prefer three-way chat is so simple people hop in they share their stories a little bit and your downline can do it people on your team can do it that's what I do a lot and my people see me working which is good because they know I'm leading from the front right and then you ask them after a few people share their stories how much extra a month would be helpful for you okay it's a closing question they say oh I don't know maybe 200 right or 500 or whatever it is 
you say, okay, perfect. I can definitely help you with that. Would you say you are positive, coachable, and willing to learn and grow? Okay. Everyone will say yes. But if they don't, then maybe it's not a good fit, right? <laughs> if, they, if they say no, maybe it's not good. But they say yes, and you say, okay, perfect. Because just to be honest with you, it's not for everyone, right? You have to be positive, coachable, and willing to learn. Otherwise, it's not going to work. But since you are, I can definitely help you with this. I'm super excited for you. Our first step is to pick a builder kit for you. There's a ton of different options. We can choose based on your budget, your goals, and which products you want to try. Do you want me to send those kits over so you can pick which one's best? That's how you do it. I don't ask if they're ready. I don't ask if it sounds good. I don't get into I just go through. I assume the sale, right? I take control of the conversation, provide value, and people will say, yeah, I do want to see what kit. And then you help them choose which one is best for them, and you help them get started. Every single time, that's what my team does. That's what I do. And it works, it works really well, so much better than trying to like just give them a ton of information and be the expert. I think one of the, one of the things I love about that is this would be my parting thought is that if you're not sure, other people aren't sure. Stop making yourself the issue, I get it. But if you aren't sure, other people aren't sure. And why are you making it all about you? Like, why can't they be better than you? Don't you have an incredible team? Don't you have an incredible company don't you have incredible products all of you believe that so stop getting in your own way and then also the other part is is closing such a scary word that i look at it and the way that she just said it that's why we speak the exact same language is i would always assume the sale but what i would teach is exactly what jordan's teaching is you're doing it in a way that doesn't seem overbearing. Did you notice her posture? Did you notice her tone? Did you notice it was a conversational close is what I like to call it. It was not what our perception is as a close is convincing someone to buy something they don't want to do. We're not doing that. I never did that. Jordan doesn't do that. Instead, you're leading a conversation based on interest level. And from there, right, if you're not sure, they're not sure, you're having this conversational close. Well, Here's, if it's a business, well, you know, it sounds like, you know, you're interested enough. This is my suggestion. Let's get your product ordered so you can have the product right away. And then after that, we've got a total system to help you as our first goal is, is to help you to make your money back. So you see, now I'm talking in a conversational way, same thing with Jordan already just gave with the product. So I just, I hope, I mean, there's so, this is one of those trainings that, I would listen and re-listen to over and over again because just mastering this, stop trying to learn everything where you actually don't learn anything, but mastering this specifically, unless you have something else that's a big priority in your business, if that's okay, stash this away and say, okay, after I master this or this or this, I'm going to come back. But mastering this will make a tremendous difference. It could make all the difference in your business to give you that confidence and for you to break through and go to the next level. So I just want to give you a, a huge thanks, Jordan. You're such a pleasure to, to work with. You're, you're so intuitive. And you know, I always tell you when, when we're chatting back and forth that you just, you get people extremely well. And now you've created a system to be able to make it where everybody else can do that. So I appreciate you because she doesn't get anything out of this, just coming on and sharing for free and dropping her knowledge to help level up this profession is a huge deal. So Jordan, tell us where people can find you. Okay, 
Well, actually, normally I would just say on Facebook, guys, follow me on Facebook for one, Jordan Levesque, follow me. I have a group. Rob also has an amazing group. You should be in Rob's group if you're not already. Networking, what is it? Game of networking, amazing. I have a group that's also for network marketers. It teaches people how to basically do this. I have a really long training about referral marketing. So if you want to learn more about it, you can join Mother Hustlers, right? The link is in my bio. Um, but follow me on Facebook, but also Clubhouse. Normally I'll just say Facebook, but Clubhouse, I am loving Clubhouse. You guys, I like to talk. And so it's fun over there because I get to talk and I get to provide value and I don't have to do my makeup for anything. And you guys, one thing I really like about Clubhouse, if you're not already on there, but it, I think it's just good to know, they actively are literally trying to bring leads or not leads, friends to you, people to you who have the same interests. I think it's based on your bio and based on the rooms that you go in and based on your interests, right? Because you answer what your interests are in Clubhouse. And if you don't know, Clubhouse is a new social media app, right? It's the newest one. You have to have an invite to be a part of it. And I love it. I've never ever heard of a social media platform other than I guess TikTok, but every single time I go on there that they have, I have so many more new followers. I, I'm like, I haven't even been on here. I don't know what's happening, but like they're find, finding people who like the things that I talk about or the things that I'm interested in. So that's super powerful. I feel like to have a new social media app where they literally are like trying to bring you like-minded people. I think that's well, super well put it in perspective right now. I believe there's 1.5 million users. It's only available to those that have um, an iPhone. So if you don't or an Apple products, you can use an iPad. You can actually use one of the newer iPods that are crazy affordable, but 1.5 million. Can you, 1.5 million is nothing. When you talk about the amount of followers Jordan has and I've grown, I counted today. Every time I've been on, I've, I've just like jumped in and somehow like been on speaking or hosted. Like I've only done it six times now where I've been on, uh, just cause I had a lot of things going on with mastermind and stuff. And I look at the amount of followers already and I look at how there's only 1.5 million people on it. Can you imagine when they open up the floodgates and there's over a hundred million people? Yeah. It's absolutely insane the value. So a lot of people are replacing, you know, listening to personal development to this because it's a way to listen and people can't fake it. They can get on and give their best bios ever, but when they speak, you can, you can quickly tell who's the real deal and who isn't because it's on the fly. It's like Q and A. It's not this long preparation or anything like that. So I've become very, very uh, excited about Clubhouse. It's the first, it's the first for me social media platform I've been excited about uh, that I've really expanded and said I want to go all in on. So yes, you have to get an invite. Uh, oh, February, maybe February for Android. That'd be good. You have to get an invite. How do you get an invite? You just got to have somebody that's got your cell phone that has an invite. Uh, once somebody is on for a good amount of time, I don't know the exact rules if they host a couple rooms or different things. They'll also give them three more invites a little bit later. So that's that's like I have a whole training on it in the game of networking. If you go to the Facebook group on Clubhouse with uh, with our good friend, uh, Coach Brian Fryer, and we talk all about Clubhouse. So you can you can go there as well. So thank you so much, Jordan, for coming on. Yes, thank you for having me. And you guys, seriously, I mean, Rob said it best. 100% you have to you have to do the things right you have to take more action than you're learning so take something that you learned and implement it 
like go do a referral post giveaway, do something and then just start throwing in the extra question and see what happens because I think you'll be really surprised. But make sure this isn't a training you put on a shelf. Okay, because I promise you it can make a huge difference in your business. And at the end of the day, the person who asks the most people if they're open wins. I promise. It is a numbers game. Well, with that said, she's just going to drop the mic. She just dropped the, maybe it's invisible mic, but either way, she's <laughs> dropping it. We're going to sign off here. Hope that you enjoyed it. Take this information, find something you're going to execute in your business. Thanks so much for tuning in and listening to my podcast. If you're loving the podcast, make sure you go smash that subscribe button so you don't miss any of the latest and greatest podcasts. And as always, please go leave a five-star rating review. And then the last thing I always want to mention to all that listen to the podcast is if you go to www.robsperry.com, I have tons of free content there to help you out to build your network marketing business.